Welcome to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Hi, I'm Nicole Bernard, and I'll be your host. I've been a small business owner for over 12 years, and I know how hard it is to market your business effectively. With all the tools out there, it can be confusing, and with all the tasks of running a business, it can be hard to find the time. In this podcast, I'll cover best marketing practices, essential tips and tricks to grow your business, and chat with other business owners to glean valuable information that they are using to crush their goals. So grab a glass and let's chat. And welcome back to Bubbles and Biz, where we raise a glass to small business owners and entrepreneurs. Um, I'm super excited to have my guest this week. Um, I worked with her. I know her. She has so many amazing tips to share about branding, which I feel like business owners can struggle with a lot. So welcome to the show, Lee Hayward, um, founder of The Prosperous Image. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. Like we've talked about doing this for a while. So I'm so glad we were finally able to connect and yeah, carve out some time. Yeah, here we are. I know. Yeah. Um, you did get your champagne. I know that was like, I sent it last week though. So like when we had ended up like rescheduling, so feel free to pop that whenever you want, like not right now or whenever you want. I don't care. I just hope you enjoy it. it. It's amazing. And I tried to tell the FedEx guy that he needed to card me because obviously I looked so young and he did not think my joke was funny. Well, they don't think it's funny. Like I, like I went to buy wine the other day at the store and this kid was probably like 18 and he called me ma'am. And I'm like, do you want to see my license? He's like, no, <laughs> please take it. Oh, the woes of being 40. Right. Was not yours. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. I turned, my husband and I both turned 40 this summer and we're like, whoa, we're really here. Like <laughs> it's crazy. Anywho, sorry, getting totally off topic. So yeah, I would love um, if you want to introduce yourself, tell us about your background. I know the listeners would like, that's like the thing that people comment on the most um, about this podcast. They like, they love hearing the stories, you know, because we're all entrepreneurs and it's, it's always just nice to, you know, learn more and from each other. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so as Nicole said, my name is Lee Hayward and the company that I own is called The Prosperous Image and it's had such a funny and interesting evolution over the last 12 years, which I think is sort of just the name of the game in business, right? Like constantly evolving. But I, um, I began my career as a equestrian footwear sales rep, which is totally relevant because I've ridden horses since I was five. And so it was like this dream job that I got where I got to travel around the country and help various of our various of our accounts basically sell through the product and then I became a sales rep and so it was this really cool opportunity for me to do something that I loved and at the same time really learn about sales and branding but I didn't realize it was happening so in my journey in that first act as as a sales rep I really quickly figured out that the accounts that we had that created displays that were really beautiful, that made sense, that were strategically placed in the store where people could like figure out where things were and actually find their shoe size. Like, you know, this is not a shop, but they would sell three to four times more product than a store who just sort of placed things where they had space. Mm. And I kind of started paying attention to it and it's what sort of was the catalyst for me to eventually leave that first act and turn it into my second act and passion of helping people get dressed. And so I wrote a press release. This is the funniest part. I think like, (laughs) I was like, 
all right, I'm going to quit my job. I'm tired of driving around. And I'm like, what am I going to do next? I wrote a press release and said that I was basically a personal stylist. And it got published in the newspaper. And then somebody hired me. And I was like, oh, okay, I do this now. That's awesome. (laughs) So then I started helping women basically figure out what to wear and feel good about themselves, which I have just sort of always naturally been good at. Like you couldn't even stop me from going into your closet when, when I was little, like you can ask my friend, my best friend who I was friends with in fourth grade. She'd be like, listen, stay out of my closet. (laughs) (laughs) But over time it evolved because I realized that the ticket to success is not about just looking good. It's about creating this completely aligned presence with who you are and what your mission and vision is and ensuring that sort of every piece of your business is on brand. Mm-hmm. And um, there's real power in that for growth. It can, it can create amazing things. Yes. I love that. It, it makes total sense. Like all the different nuances that kind of bring it all together. Um, when you say on brand, what exactly does that mean? Cause I feel like, you know, we hear that a lot, but like, what does that mean? Yeah. I mean, it's a total buzzword now, isn't it? Yeah, it totally is. (laughs) It's like this thing that you got to go out and get, and you're not really sure what it is or what you're supposed to go get. It's like basically walking around Target to be like, there's something in here I should buy, but I don't know what it is. Right. (laughs) So the idea of being on brand is basically that you strategically put out an image, both in terms of how you show up and how your business shows up that is built to get you the result that you want. Mm. And that's really key because a lot of times when people think about, oh, I need to look on brand, is this on brand? They they dial it back a little bit and it comes off as like, does this look good? Is this pretty? Is this in my brand colors? Is it my font? And that's where it stops. And that is definitely important. Those are important pieces of it. But the power of being on brand where someone sees you or a team member or, you know, your online presence, and they instantly know that they either have to know more about you or that your, you know, business is the thing for them. That power comes from having this complete sort of alignment of all the things that are sort of speaking the language of your company. And so that, that's what I think it means. And I I think a lot of times people are walking around wondering, you know, how do I get a brand? What, (laughs) what, where do I get a brand? Like, like what happens? And I think the easiest way that I like to explain it is the concept of a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Obviously I have kids. I make quite a few peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And so one day I was like, you know what, this is kind of like branding. And the idea is that, you know, peanut butter on bread is good. You know, if you like peanut butter, it's good. Jelly on bread. If you like jelly, it's good. No problems. But when you put it together, something magical can happen for the right person, the person that likes the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yes. And those two pieces, yeah, they are pretty good. (laughs) Those two pieces come from two areas. Number one is being clear on where you're going. So like your vision, your mission, your why. And then the other piece that gets sandwiched with that is all about who you truly are. So that's all about your authenticity. And then it gets sandwiched together to create this powerful brand. Oh, I love that. And it, and you would think like, I guess, I feel like business owners may not look at it that way. You know what I mean? Because it, it is 
simple, but yet we kind of skip over that because it's like, oh, I need to go and, you know, sell this or market this, like instead of taking a step back to like really kind of put that foundation in place, which really is what drives their results. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really key and it's, it's honestly what sets me apart, I think, from really anyone else in this field. I mean, I, I started as a personal stylist and it just, even though I loved to shop, I mean, I, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. (laughs) It's, it's, you know, it's probably the thing that I love to do on my own time the most, but there was something not fulfilling about it because if you're just putting clothes on people to make them look good, that's fine. But in my mind, it was a little bit like a band-aid. Mm-hmm. So I quickly really figured out that when you would actually kind of back it up a second and build this foundation that asks, what is the result the want that you want? Who are you really? And how do we highlight all of that? Then it's a very fun game to figure out what to wear. It helps you answer the question of like, should I buy this black sweater that's on sale? It's either going to be a yes, because this is totally going to help me show up to be the person I need to be to grow this XYZ business or no, it's a cute sweater, but it's not going to actually do anything for me. Mm-hmm. And so that became much more interesting and much more fun to actually put this strategy and foundation behind it. Yeah. Well, and I feel like that's, that's got to just drive people's confidence. You know what I mean? So you could still have that cute sweater, but if you don't have like the confidence behind it from knowing all of that, it still kind of comes up short and people can feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's such an important point, Nicole. Like, and it's, it's kind of interesting because when you think about getting dressed, you there's no manual, right? There's no like, <laughs> here's what you wear. Here's what you wear to get a man. Here's what you wear to go to church. Here's what you wear to be a professional, right? Like, like the only places that we've learned this stuff is like what your mom tells you, what a friend tells you, mm-hmm. what you see in the media. Like it's this hilarious hodgepodge of rules that we don't even actually know where they come from, but it's how, but then we operate from them. Mm-hmm. And so when you can really back it up and actually get dressed from the perspective of really two goals, one is making yourself feel confident and the other is making others feel confident in you. Yeah then you're starting to add some rules that make sense. So like, if I don't feel confident in this sweater, it doesn't matter if it's on sale. It doesn't matter if my friend loves it. It doesn't matter if the sales associate loves it. If I don't feel confident in it, it's not right. Right. Totally. That's it. And that's a game changer. Like that's when things, (laughs) yeah. So in, you know, like this world of like, we're all living at home, working from home and we all have to kind of be presentable and, and on what well, we should, you know, want to, to do that. So I've <laughs> on a few meetings and I'm like, really? Like you didn't want to anyway. Um, so how can like that translate into like, you know, our zoom life these days, you know, like how can people just, you know, take the concepts of all of this and also apply it to online? Cause that's where we're, we're spending our time now. Yeah. I mean, it's such an interesting conundrum because <laughs> I mean, it's funny when you think about it. So like we've been used to getting up, getting dressed, leaving the house, going somewhere. And so that's normal. But then all of a sudden, when you eliminate the going somewhere part, all the rules change. And so you're like, I'll just wear this. But the way I like to talk to it, talk about it um, to my clients and kind of teach the perspective of is Zoom is now the opportunity for people to experience you and your brand. And so I like to to remind people, like, what if you walked into, let's say, Target? 
everybody in Target always wears what? Khaki pants and a red shirt, right? Mm -hmm. If you walked into Target and the greeter that clearly works there is wearing a purple dress, you're like, wait, what? Like you really are going to go check the outside of the door and make sure you walked into the right place or wonder if they're just crazy and are like just standing there for no reason. It gives you this moment of like a, like a record skip moment. Mm -hmm. And so I, I personally think that what, that what's happening right now is if you're not showing up on zoom as people are used to seeing you, then you're giving people this record skip moment where they are starting to think, wait, what? Should I be working with you? Do I want to do this with you? And we can completely eliminate that literally just by getting dressed and sort of showing up as our best selves, whether we're on Zoom or in person. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It makes total sense. Like, it's funny. I even like, even though I don't do my podcast via video, like I still get dressed. I still put makeup on, even though nobody can see me because it, it helps me show up to that conversation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think, yeah, it, it is very easy. Like I remember like the first few days of lockdown, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Like I don't have to do anything, but mm-hmm. it didn't feel good, you know, like it. And so I started like doing that again and it just, all the, just those little things you don't think about. Well, and I, I recently just talked about this on a Facebook live and in the zoom proof your brand Facebook group that I have and which everybody should join. Oh yes. Anybody who needs zoom help <laughs> pop over there. There's lots of fun stuff happening. Um, but to your point, you know, one of the things that I think is a great reminder that I had to remind myself when COVID started and sort of the world changed and whatnot is that one of the most important things that we're doing right now is not like getting dressed to look good. It's getting dressed to sell ourselves. And what I mean by that is not like, look at me, you should buy from me. Like, yes, that's important. But what I mean by that is if I walk in the mirror, if I walk by a mirror or I get on Zoom and I and I see myself, I want to be sold on me, myself as the person doing something that I know I'm meant to be. Not looking in the mirror and being like, oh God, how am I going to make this happen? And the simple act of just, you know, putting on makeup, doing your hair, getting, getting dressed out of pajamas can completely change that like two seconds interaction that you have with yourself to give you that fuel to be like, I can totally do this. And imagine, you know, what you could sell from that perspective versus the, oh my gosh, how am I going to make this happen perspective? (laughs) Yes. I love that. Like it's such a, a mindset shift. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I love that. That makes total sense. And I I just love everything that you're sharing because I feel like these are all things that sometimes get skipped, but they make the biggest difference in our businesses, you know? Well, I mean, and I think the reality is like, it's a pain in the butt to get up (laughs) and put makeup on and do your hair and get dressed. And then, you know, my biggest trick for zoom is, is I come into my office, I sit down, I turn the lights on, I turn zoom on and I see what I look like. And half the time I'm like, Oh no, ma'am, you're not wearing that. You think it's going to be cute and it is not. Right. (laughs) So it is, it is a a little bit of effort, right? But I think that what we have to realize is that this is the effort that gets us to the finish line that we want. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a matter of kind of putting the the pieces in place to make it easy. So for example, creating a space in your closet that are five zoom outfits that, you know, or really it's just zoom tops 
an appropriate bottom, but like, you know, really it's waist up, you know, taking the time on a Saturday or, or on a Thursday evening or whatever to figure out the five outfits that you know are go-tos that you could throw on at any moment and go sit in front of Zoom and feel like an expert, be portrayed as an expert and have it just all kind of work. Um, so sometimes it does take a little bit of effort to kind of get that going up front, but then you get it back in the time that you would have spent, you know, changing your clothes or trying to figure it out. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Like that's, you know, it makes total sense to just kind of be prepared and then you don't have to like think about it. And you also have like that confidence boost cause you know, it looks good, you know? Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Then you can really focus on, you know, how you're there to serve, you know, the client. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So what's like the biggest mistake that you see when people are, you know, trying to be on brand or they're trying to like find their brand? Like what is a common thing that you see? Ooh, that's a good question. So I think to answer the first part, like what's the biggest mistake? I think that a lot of times we are all walking around in sort of the state of what I call should like you're, you're, you choose a brand, you choose clothing, whatever it is, because you think it's what you should do. You think it's what is the thing that is going to speak to whoever you're trying to sell. And yes, that's important. But if you're doing it out of a place of should, it's not going to have the power that you're really wanting from the act of simply getting dressed. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a great example of, you know, somebody you and I both know who, when I first started working with her, I told her that she was in suit jail and that she was like not allowed to wear any more suits because all she had was jackets. Right. And, and what happens is you get into these phases where you're like, well, this is professional. This is what I have to do. And so right. you, you live in jacket jail instead of thinking through, is this actually the most strategic thing? Um, and I think the next question for people is, well, how the heck do I know what is strategic? Right. And one of the tips for that is to literally ask yourself this question, what do I want to feel like? And it throws people off because most people assume I'm going to say, what do I want to look like? But what you look like honestly doesn't matter until you figure out what you want to feel like. So you literally can ask yourself in a moment that really matters, a big meeting, a, uh, you know, a Zoom something, a Zoom sales meeting, whatever it is, how do I want to feel in that moment? And so if it's like confident and bold and powerful, now we know what the clothes need to actually do for us instead of just saying, well, I want to look professional and I want to be comfortable and I want to, you know, look good. Those are all givens to me, mm-hmm. but what aren't givens is the, how you want to feel. So you got to be really clear on that. I love that. And it makes total sense. And if you, I feel like if you do that work first of like how you feel, then the other stuff of like, I want to be professional. I want to feel confident. Like that just falls into place. It does. Yeah. I mean, and the, the comfort one is a big one. Like I expect that I will be comfortable, comfortable, whether I am, you know, dressed to the nines or in my pajamas, like it's right. just going to happen. Now there may be some, some shoes here and there that I'm going to say that they are not comfortable, but worth it at, for certain things. Right. <laughs> but, you know, so those things just become the given. So I encourage people to kind of 
watch out for that trap. Because if you say, I just want to be comfortable, I want to look good and I want to be professional, you fall into the trap of sort of staying small versus saying, no, I want to feel powerful, confident, bold, whatever. Then you're asking yourself to really kind of step it up. And then you just assume that, yes, of course, I'll feel comfortable in all the things. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that perspective because um, it's just, it makes so much sense. And it is just such a valuable lesson to be able to look at it that way. You know what I mean? Instead of like, ah, just have to get dressed or go get this thing. Like it's deeper than that. But then once you do that work, like you're saying, it saves time and energy and is more effective in the long run. Yeah. And you really start to think about your closet as this like sacred piece of real estate, honestly, like it's almost like this room of growth that you walk into and every single thing in it should eventually, like the goal is that it, everything in it should be literally on brand and make you feel whatever your words are. And it doesn't happen overnight. I mean, sure. I guess you could go in and just (laughs) throw everything away and get all new stuff, but you can be very strategic about it. And literally as you put something on your body and you're like, you know, this is my favorite pencil skirt, but wow, it doesn't actually make me feel powerful, confident, and bold. You write on a list, need new pencil skirt that feels powerful, bold, sexy, whatever. I love that. And I'm looking like around because I record in my closet. So I'm like looking around my closet, like, huh, got some work to do here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and I always tell people to write those words that you come up with, like try and get them down to three, but write those feelings on a sticky note and put one sticky note in your closet and one sticky note on your wall in your wallet. And the sticky note in your closet is just a reminder for like, if you get dressed and you put something on and you're like, all right, I guess this is fine. You can literally give yourself that standard of, does it check all these boxes? And if it doesn't, you know, either it's not right or that that's an area where you need to put on your list. Like I need to replace my power dresses or whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So yeah, my next question was going to be like, how could, you know, the listeners get started today? Would that be where you would start? Like kind of audit your closet well, I, and how you feel or like what, you know, when you start working with someone or you talk to someone, like what's like one way they could get started? So, well, yeah. So when you say get started, like get started with kind of like almost like a brand makeover. Is that what we mean? Yes. Like a makeover or just like getting like, they don't necessarily have a brand. And so they're not sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you need to like find your brand. Yes. Um, So yeah. So the exercise I just gave you where you literally ask yourself how you want to feel is very important. And that is the jelly side of your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So where you start is literally to build this sandwich. So the the jelly side of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich is this idea of what makes you authentic. And what makes you authentic is you feeling you as your best self. So push yourself to come up with some great adjectives that, you know, you're like, I do want to feel glamorous. I do want to feel sexy. I do want to feel bold. Even if there's a little voice inside of you that's like, oh gosh, how would I do that? Don't worry about that part. Um, So define those words. And then really ask yourself for the left side, your peanut butter side of the peanut butter and jelly sandwich, what it is that you want. So 10 years from now, how do you want to be perceived? What's the revenue of your business? If it's $10 million, 
then we need to sandwich your 10 million and your feelings of power, sexy and glamour together. And you know that anything that you build for your brand, whether it's clothes that you're putting on your body or taking a photo shoot with your team or how you post on Instagram needs to have an essence that makes you look like a $10 million, powerful, sexy, and glamorous company. Now, it doesn't mean that you have the $10 million tomorrow, but it means that you are building a foundation for that type of company versus, you know what, I'm just going to be a hobbyist. Then that's a very different kind of look. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I love the peanut butter jelly analogy. And I love (laughs) that you just, because yes, I do love peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Um, But I love that you make it so simple, like um, to not feel overwhelmed. Because I think that's the problem too. A lot of times people are like, oh, I need this beautiful Instagram when I need a whole new wardrobe, like I need this and this and this, but that all that stuff will come. If you do these, you know, these exercises that you're talking about as a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I just love that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know what, I think the real thing, and maybe this actually answers your original question of where do you start? Um, You know, the place that really start is making the decision Mm that you will always show up as the best version of yourself. Yes. I and love that's that. Really the only thing that you have to decide because what happens is we get stuck in being like, well, how do I do that? What does that look like? What would I do? And so you never actually make the decision. But if you make the decision that, you know what, I am on this planet to make a massive impact. I want to be having a $10 million business in 10 years. I'm going to show up every day as the person that gets that done and makes it happen. Then all the other pieces can be figured out, but nothing happens until you make that decision. I love that. And it's not going to be perfect too, you know? And I think, like you said, people, we we overthink, we overanalyze and talk ourselves out of things like, but just making that decision and knowing that you've committed to that, like that's, that's all, that's what you need. Yeah. I mean, and everything's an evolution and that's sort of the beauty of life, right? Like Mm -hmm. I think, um, I think wedding dresses are one of the most fun things to look back on because, (laughs) you know, it's this like big moment, right? Like big moment, expensive dress, like, and you see what you, what you chose. And a lot of times you'd be like, huh, like (laughs) if I look back on my wedding dress, I still think that it's beautiful, but it's definitely not as like bold and glamorous as if, you know, if I was the person that I am now then that I would have chosen. And it doesn't mean that I don't have all the love and all the gratitude towards that. It's just a very interesting awareness to be like, isn't that funny how you like you grow and, and that's just part of it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Awesome. So like we mentioned, you've got an awesome Facebook group with tons of free content. People need to join that. Um, you also have a book, which I forgot to bring up, um, and you have an upcoming course. So tell us about all these other things, like what you've got going on and how people, you know, can learn more about this such like important aspect of their business. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. So April is kind of a wild and exciting ride over here at the Prosperous <laughs> Image. Um, so a couple of things are happening. Number one, the middle of April, we have a completely new branding launch. Um, so people are going to get to see my, what on brand for, for me and my company looks like now, which is very exciting. And, um, I think on that site, which 
will, I think will be up by the time this is live, there should be a place on there where you can actually go and request a copy of my book, which is called Strategically Suited. And that book is specifically written to give you sort of the step-by-step way to build a strategy to have a wardrobe that sells. Um, And it's awesome. And it's short and it's to the point, like it is very amazing. (laughs) It is. It is very short and to the point and short and sweet. And it just kind of gives you what you need because you have the things to go do. Exactly. So so read and move on. Um, And then for anyone who really has kind of come to the realization that they are ready to step up and step out and sort of really dress in a way that helps them thrive and sell themselves and their business. We do have a upcoming course that is starting the last week of April, and it's going to be a virtual six week opportunity to really come in and build a roadmap for what your personal brand looks like and the strategy behind it. And then how you actually dress for that. So the whole thing is recorded, it's virtual, um, and it's my goal that at the end of it, that people really have the tools that they need to have that brand strategy in place for whatever the growth is that they want. Yes. And I've seen the content. It's going to be amazing. So She has has a sneak peek. So yeah. That's, and so if they wanted to sign up or learn more, would that be on the website, like prosperousimage.com when it's up and live or where, where could yes, they like, or okay. you can simply just message me at, um, Lee O E E at Lee Hayward, H E Y W A R D.com for additional info. But yes, it will also be up on the site. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. I'll be sure to include your website and social media and stuff like that. Um, in the podcast notes when this comes, awesome. when this is Thank live. You. Yeah. Um, last one, super quick favorites. So these like your favorite book. It could be anything. Okay. This is such a hard <laughs> question. So a, I'm obsessed with audible, like audible. <laughs> thank you so much for your existence. Um, but my, probably the book that I've listened to the most amount of times on audible is the Steve jobs, um, biography. Oh, I have not read that, but I love biographies. It's really long, but it's totally worth it. And just his perception of, and really <laughs> what you learn is, is what can happen when you have such clear vision. Yes. Yeah. He said uh, the whole Apple is like so amazing. Like I was, I was listening to something the other day and they were like, do you really think Apple is in like the business of computers and phones? And it's like, huh, no, I guess it's not like it's right. in the business of people, you know, and getting more people like, I don't know, it's just like really interesting way. Like I never thought of it that way. So yeah. You know. Oh, it's a fascinating book. I highly recommend it. Awesome. Oh, I love books. Um, okay. Uh, what's your favorite drink? Okay. Prepare yourself for this excitement. Okay. Um, literally my favorite drink is water. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) And, but here's the thing. There are a lot of stipulations to it. I don't want any bubbles in it. I do not want lemon in it. I don't want things in it. I just need it to be water with ice. Ah, see, I'm the same way, but no ice. Like I have sensitive teeth. So it's just like lukewarm, boring water, but a lot of it. (laughs) Oh man. I got, I love the ice. It was, I lived in in Europe for a little while and it was, it was a real problem for me. Like when I remember getting back on the plane, it was an American airlines plane and they had like a full size Coke and they gave me this, this big cup of ice. And I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> Do they not have ice in Europe? I'm lame. And I've never been over there. Not a lot. No, Oh man. Yeah. Like little luxuries you don't think about. <laughs> I know. It's just not a thing like to have like super cold beverages. Hmm. 
Good to know. Um, what's your favorite thing to do to relax? Well, I mean, this is not very surprising, but I genuinely love to go shopping. So like if I have time on my hands, I'm either going to go ride a horse, which I don't do as much as I would love to lately or go shopping. I know I'm such a cliche. (laughs) No, I love that. I grew up with like six horses and I haven't been on a horse in years. Like I'm trying to like find a place for my daughter because I think she just absolutely love it. So it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because I've been meaning to like look into our local places to find um, like riding lessons for her. It really is like, I mean, I truly believe that my entire life has been shaped by the fact that I grew up on a farm, Mm -hmm. like just the responsibility and having to learn to communicate with an animal. Like it's amazing for children. Definitely. Yes. Um, What's your favorite thing to watch if you watch anything? Oh, um, so totally have binge watched and repeated multiple times the, um, Michael Jordan documentary on Netflix, the last dance. Oh, I've not watched that either, but that has been recommended on this podcast. Actually. It is amazing. Oh, he's man. He's awesome. Okay. I'm excited. Like between him and Steve jobs. Now I've got stuff to like some new content to consume. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that show, like there are so many like life and business lessons from it. I think I've probably watched it three times now. And every time you get something new from it. Oh, awesome. Okay. Good to know. And last, where's your favorite place to go visit? when we can, or I guess we can now, like things are opening up a little bit, but. Oh, that's a great question. Um, so Hawaii, I love Hawaii. We went there on our, on our honeymoon and I've been to various islands and it's just one of my favorite places. Cause it's just, it's so real and so relaxing and just beautiful and all the things. So it's one of my favorites. Yeah. It looks so like just lush. You know what I mean? Like it just, yeah. you can feel the, it like even just from pictures, you know? And then our, one of our favorite things was just like finding like, you know, just street vendors on, honestly, on the side of the road. Like I can tell you, like, I could be like, oh, this, there's this shrimp burger on this particular Island on this particular random place, you know? And those are some of the fun, the most fun little experiences. Yes. Oh, I love that. Well, this has been amazing. Um, I'm so excited. We were able to like finally connect and just thank you for joining me today and like sharing all of your knowledge again like I am just still like thinking of the peanut butter and jelly analogy like that's just like so helpful and I know like all the listeners are going to appreciate all this too so thank you well thanks for having me you are amazing at what you do and it's been um, a really awesome journey getting to know you and getting your help with things so I'm just honored to be here yeah well yay okay and everybody go uh Facebook group book website prosperousimage.com and I'll like I said I'll put that all in the podcast notes because you guys don't want to miss anything that Lee shares because as you know after this podcast she's amazing so well awesome well enjoy the rest of your day and thanks again for listening everyone thanks for listening to this week's episode of bubbles and biz I hope you enjoyed it and are able to walk away with something new to implement or inspired in some way If you'd like to keep the conversation going, join us in the Bubbles and Biz community. We have weekly accountability and open office hour and rotating events like group coaching from me, networking, expert guests, and more. Join us to connect, collaborate, and celebrate. Learn more at bubblesandbiz.co.